Hello, I'm Rob, and welcome to this week's edition of the Black Country Talking News for the 31st of May 2023. Hello and welcome to the Black Country Talking News, brought to you by the sight loss charity Beacons. We're pleased to confirm that the Talking News is now available via Alexa. Once you've enabled the Talking Newspapers skill, all you need to do is play Talking Newspapers and ask for the Black Country Talking News. Our Talking News service is also available via the free Wireless for the Blind app. It can be found on the Beacon Centre website www.beaconvision.org forward slash talking dash news. As a podcast via services such as Apple or Spotify or as a free CD, simply contact Beacon Centre on 01902 we hope you enjoy this week's edition. Reading for us this week, we have myself, Rob, Christine, Angela, Liz, Helen, Mina, Simon, and of course, not forgetting, Flashback Roger. In this week's edition, we have local news for the black country, including the Lifestyle Newsletter for June, an update from Beacon, the quiz with Mina, another episode of the 10 Today Gentle Exercise Sessions. The latest news from Wolves and West Bromwich Albion. A did you know section from Flashback Roger. The weather for the week ahead. And with National Biscuit Day earlier this week, we look at the year's leading cause of biscuit barnies. Local news to start though, with Liz, Christine, but first, we hear Angela. Three black country town centres will undergo multi-million pound revamps under major investment plans unveiled today. The West Midlands Combined Authorities WMCA £20 billion investment prospectus outlines schemes which bosses say will revitalise the centres of Dudley, Warsaw and West Bromwich. The prospectus has highlighted 29 schemes that WMCA wants to pursue with the help of investors and property developers. Breathing new life into some of the region's flagging town centres is central to the plans. Dudley Council is seeking investors to bring forward its plans for a phased programme of development of residential, retail, leisure and employment projects across the town centre. The scheme, which is budgeted at £110 million, includes the long-mooted Portersfield development as well as housing and employment sites. Meanwhile, the West Bromwich Master Plan has also been unveiled with Sandwell Council looking for investment to develop 22 hectares around the east of the town centre. Bosses say the schemes includes 1,400 new homes, leisure and commercial and retail floor space. A new town square and a metro gateway have also been proposed. A raft of other schemes include Friar Park Urban Village in Sandwell, the Green Innovation Corridor and I-54 Business Park Extension in Wolverhampton and the Dudley Enterprise Zone. West Midlands Mayor Andy Street said private sector investment would ultimately drive our prosperity in the months and years ahead. The WMCA recently announced a £2 billion deal with industrial space developer Sergo, which aims to provide 13.5 million square feet of warehouse space across the West Midlands by the end of 2033. Remote technology is now being used to monitor more than 1,600 care home beds across the Black Country to manage the health of residents. Funded by NHS England, the remote monitoring system from Docabo reduces the need for emergency hospital admissions and GP appointments, as well as save clinical staff from hours of admin. Care home staff use tablet devices linked to health tools such as blood pressure monitors, pulse oximeters and thermometers to regularly record the vital signs of residents. Readings are then securely transferred to a team of clinicians who are on hand to give timely advice, monitor for gradual deterioration and ensure that any issues are picked up quickly, reducing the need for hospital intervention. 
In the black country, more than 30 care homes have implemented Docabo's remote monitoring system to date, with many more scheduled as the rollout continues. This has led to an 18.5% reduction in hospital admissions, a 9.5% reduction in hospital readmissions and a 12.3% reduction in ambulance conveyances, as well as a 5% reduction in 111 calls. The NHS has created a short video on how this remote monitoring technology is having a positive impact at a care home in Wolverhampton. You can watch the video on YouTube. Mike Hastings, Digital Director for the NHS Black Country Integrated Care Board, said, Across the Black Country, we are developing innovative new schemes to support people's health needs in their own setting with remote monitoring technology. The benefits are huge. Both patients and family members can be reassured that their health is being monitored and clinicians can pick up any health concerns early to reduce deterioration. It also means that the NHS can work in a smarter and more productive way, directing resources to those who need it when they need it. A council team has saved £9 million from falling into the hands of financial criminals since its launch six years ago. The Scams Unit, which is part of Dudley Trading Standards, has been operational since the end of 2017. It aims to prevent residents from being targeted and conned out of cash by scammers. In the last 12 months alone, the team has prevented £1 million from being stolen, with £9 million saved in total. People targeted are often older, lonely and vulnerable, and criminals know they are more likely to be susceptible to financial scams. To put a stop to this kind of activity, the team has been working with residents to investigate claims of potential scams and raise awareness of the warning signs. Its members also offer free core blockers, which can be temporarily installed in people's homes to help put a stop to cold calling. The team's savings are estimated using the Scams Intervention Calculator provided by the National Trading Standards Scams Team. Councillor Ian Bevan, Dudley Council's Cabinet Member for Public Health, said, The work of our scams team is vital in our efforts to crack down on financial criminals who prey on innocent individuals for their own illicit gain. The amount of money the team has been able to save from being scammed is staggering. If they hadn't acted, that's millions of pounds taken from people in this borough through no fault of their own. The team will continue to tackle financial crime and protect Dudley residents. Anyone concerned they or someone they know may have fallen victim to scams can contact the scams unit on 01384 818 871 or via trading.standards at dudley.gov.uk. Up next, we hear from Helen, who of course has for us the Beacon Update. Hi everyone, it's Helen from Beacon, back with your weekly update. And this week, I'm starting with a very big thank you to everyone who supported our Colour One. We're delighted to tell you that our fantastic fundraisers have raised more than three and a half thousand pounds to help people live well with sight loss. We so appreciate the support of everyone involved in the event. And if you fancy coming along to another Beacon fundraiser, you can save the date for our Santa one, which will be on Sunday, December the 3rd. Make sure you don't miss out on an early bird discount code coming out next month by signing up for our latest updates. Just email support us at beaconvision.org. Now, on the subject of fantastic fundraisers, the final of a fundraising football competition that's been raising money for the Beacon Centre for the Blind for 97 years, yep, 97 years, is being held at Molyneux on May the 30th. The JW Hunt Cup was launched in 1926 and since then has been entertaining the non-league crowds year after year, all while raising more than £390,000 for our charity. Isn't that amazing? This year's final will see Tiverdale FC take on Litchfield FC. And depending what stage in the week you listen to this, we may have our winner. 
But if you're listening before Tuesday and you fancy going along, kickoff is at 7.30pm and entrance is £5, which is payable on the door. We'd like to thank both the organisers and the teams involved in the Cup for their support. It means such a lot to us here at Beacon and we are so proud to be associated with this historic football competition. The very first JW Hunt Cup final was played at Molyneux on April the 14th, 1927 and Short Heath United beat Cannon 2-0. Right, last this week. If you'd like to find out more about what services are available if you're living with a disability in Dudley, why not join us at the Disability Information Marketplace event being held by Dudley Council next month. It will be taking place at the Queen's Cross Network on Wellington Road in Dudley on June the 15th. Running between 2pm and 7pm, it's a drop-in session, so there's no need to book. Our site loss advisors will be there to help with any vision queries and will be joined by other organisations who will also be able to help you with a range of issues. Right, that's it for this week. I'll be back again soon. Bye-bye. Cheers that update, Helen. Up now, we're our next block of local news. And starting this one off, we first hear Christine. Fire chiefs across the region have issued warnings against leaving reflective objects in sunlight after a pair of sunglasses caused a car blaze. Nottinghamshire Fire and Rescue Service were called to the blaze in Nuttall on Saturday. Now, fire services across the region have released warnings of the dangers, reminding motorists not to leave anything shiny in their vehicles that might also ignite a blaze. The reflective shades, which ignited the fire by magnifying a concentrated ray from the sun, melted the car's plastic interior and parts of its engine bay, also damaging the windscreen. A spokesperson for the fire service said, The sun has been strong, but beware this can cause fire. Make sure you keep reflective objects out of direct sunlight. A brand new community shop has officially opened its doors to help residents across the city to eat well for less. Eastfield Community Shop in Wolverhampton celebrated its formal opening with community chefs doing demonstrations and providing tasty food to sample. There were taster zumba classes and a team of experts on hand giving advice on a wide range of issues. Community shops are open to all residents, with everyone having the chance to benefit from the great produce at great prices. They are run by volunteers and have a membership fee, which varies between venues. The shops also offer great learning opportunities for individuals who are looking to build up their confidence or skills and provides a pathway into employment opportunities in the future. They were set up as a response to what Wolverhampton Council learned about food support during the COVID pandemic, with the feedback saying food options needed to be more sustainable and reflect the diversity of residents and give better choice. The food options in the shops are fresh, frozen and have a long shelf life. There are toiletries and cleaning products. There is a selection of products that enable residents to make a range of healthy, tasty meals which support growth and healthy development and make healthy savings on their weekly outgoings. Eastfield Community Shop Coordinator Denise Robbins said, It's been great to celebrate the shop's launch and to celebrate its proven worth to families within the community. We continue to strive toward offering a variety of good quality food and household items as near to pre-pandemic prices as we can and feedback has been really positive to date. The cost of living crisis has been hard on everyone so it's good to help out where we can and we always look forward to seeing our regular members pretty much on a daily basis. They are a great bunch. Membership is easy and open to everyone. You don't have to be claiming benefits. Just pop in and sign up on the spot to start shopping and saving straight away. Eastfield Community Shop is based at Colliery Road in Wolverhampton and is open from Tuesday to Thursday from 11am to 4pm. A competition has been launched to name a star attraction from the 2022 Commonwealth Games ahead of its homecoming in the summer. Network Rail and the West Midlands Combined Authority have launched the nationwide competition to give the Commonwealth Games Raging Bull a permanent new name. 
People can email their name suggestions to namethebull at networkrail.co.uk and by Wednesday, June the 7th, the top names will be shortlisted. These will then be put to a public vote with the final name being revealed by June the 23rd ahead of the Bull's official unveiling in the station towards the end of July. The much-loved centrepiece to last year's Games opening ceremony is undergoing major work to make it suitable for its new home on the station concourse. Special effects designers Artem, which originally built the bull, are remoulding new parts so it meets fire regulations and fitting exciting new mechanisms so its head, eyes and tail can continue to move in similar ways to how they did during the Games. Peter Lord Hendy of Richmond Hill, Chair of Network Rail, said, Much work has been going on to get the bull ready for its new home at Birmingham New Street, where it will be a towering piece of art admired by thousands of people who use the station every day. As the internationally recognised symbol of the hugely successful Commonwealth Games in the region last summer, for which the railway family worked hard to make travel to and from the Games a success, Network Rail is honoured to be entrusted with this much-loved icon for public display. Mike Kelt, CEO of special effects company Artem, said, It has been an honour to remake the bull so it can live on to remind everyone of the Commonwealth experience and the fantastic history that is locked up in the Regent's past. The upgrades to the bull are due to be completed in the coming weeks when it will be brought to the area and reassembled before a grand unveiling ahead of its first anniversary of the Commonwealth Games. Now it's time to test your knowledge as we have the quiz questions for this edition and they're brought to us by Mina. Hello and welcome to this week's Flashback Quiz. All the answers you need can be found later in Flashback Rogers' Did You Know feature. But for now, here are your questions. Here we go. Question 1. Before Julius Caesar's time, how many months were in each year? Question 2. What are the two star signs in June? Question 3. What are the two birth flowers of June? Question 4. In what year was the Wimbledon tournament founded? Question 5. How many birthstones does June have? And finally, question 6. Why is June unique? I will be back with you later with the answers, but for now, best of luck. Cheers for those questions, Mina. I'll get my mind working on those. Up now, however, are you guilty of any biscuit crimes? With National Biscuit Day celebrated on Monday, research was commissioned by McVitie's to reveal the nation's biscuit barneys. After a poll of 2,000 adults, it seems as if many biscuit lovers are gearing up for crunch talks as more than two in three were found to quibble with someone about biscuits at least once a month. It also emerged 23% of biscuit lovers are so consumed by their favourite snack that they think about them more than their love lives. And if they were in the early stages of a relationship, 13% would consider calling time on it if they deemed their love interest to have odd biscuit behaviours. Asli Ozan Turan from The Leading Biscuit Baker said, We know our fans are passionate about their biscuits and this can clearly lead to debate. Whether you're a cup of tea and a biscuit in bed type person or you keep your chocolate biscuits in the fridge, we encourage the nation to enjoy our biscuits their own individual ways. Clearly, the one thing we can agree on is that we all love settling down to enjoy a biscuit break. The research also found those who have argued about biscuits have an average of 24 heated discussions each year about the snacks. And it is the other half and the kids who are most likely to be in the firing line. But thankfully, 6 in 10 don't remember the last time their house was out of biscuits. 
But what's top of the biscuit crimes chart? Here's our very own Christine with this year's top 10 biscuit related arguments. And here they are, the top 10 biscuit related arguments. Adding a little bite in at number 10, it's whether to keep biscuits in the fridge or not. Straight in at number 9 for this duet, it's whether biscuits should be offered with a cup of tea as standard? Of course. One to remember at 8, it's forgetting to add biscuits to the weekly food shop list. Oh, you'll be in trouble. It's a catchy tune at number 7, putting ginger nuts loose in the biscuit tin and making all the other biscuits taste of ginger. Not so hot. Tooting its horn at number six, it's because they had their own secret stash of biscuits. <laughs> Whistling in the dark in at number five, it's who left biscuit crumbs in the bed? A swan song in at number four, it's leaving one biscuit in the pack all broken and crumbly. Oh, too sad. <laughs> Calling the tune at number three is taking the last of the biscuits and not replacing them. How unkind. <laughs> Still playing second fiddle at number two. We've got not sealing a pack of biscuits properly and making them go stale. And finally, striking a chord at number one. Everybody knows it's true when there's a box of posh biscuits and someone's taken all the good ones from both layers instead of finishing the top layer first. Just not good enough, is it? Just rude. Whether it's a basic malted milk or a fancy custard cream, no good cup of tea is complete without a biscuit for dunking. With International Biscuit Day earlier this week, one huge question remains. What is the best biscuit for dunking? Researchers from University Hospitals NHS set out to answer this important question and completed a rigorous dunk test with four popular varieties. Their results revealed that the humble hobnob is the best biscuit for dunking, closely followed by the digestive. Biscuit dunking has a beneficial effect on tea cooling and should be encouraged, and the oat biscuit was the best at achieving this when compared with the digestive, rich tea and shorty, the team wrote in their study. For the study, published in the British Medical Journal, the researchers put four popular biscuits, oat, digestive, shorty and rich tea, through their paces in the ultimate dunk test. While they recognised that chocolate-covered and cream-filled varieties are popular, they decided to exclude these from the study. We limited our biscuit choice, excluding chocolate and cream variants, with their potential for high desirability, as we believed it important to limit the distraction and potential finger-licking that usually occurs when eating biscuits with cream or chocolate fillings. The team, led by Kerry Jones, wrote, Once the biscuits had been selected, a standard NHS-style brew was made for the test. To prepare this, the team poured 240 millilitres of freshly boiled water over a single tea bag inside an unwarmed mug. This was stirred gently for 60 seconds before the tea bag was gently squeezed and extracted. Finally, 40 millilitres of semi-skimmed cow's milk was added straight from the fridge. Once the perfect cuppa had been made, it was time to get dunking. The team assessed each biscuit across six factors. Time to drinkable tea, TTDT, nutritional content, saturation volume, crunch reduction, dunk breakpoint and pragmatic dunk breakpoint. Perhaps the most important test, the pragmatic break point test, saw the biscuits dunked in the tea for two seconds before being held away from the cup to see how long they took to break. 
In this test, the oat biscuit took the top prize, keeping in one piece for an impressive 29 seconds. The shorty managed to hold on for 17.5 seconds, while the digestive broke apart after just 8.5 seconds. Bringing up the rear was the rich tea, which only stayed together for a disappointing 2 seconds. Taking all six tests into account, the oat biscuit was named the best for dunking. The oat biscuit ranked first after all six tests, the team said. The digestive ranked second. It crumbled in three tests of absorptive capability and structural integrity, saturation volume, dunk breakpoint, and pragmatic dunk breakpoint. The shorty was ranked third, whereas the rich tea, the only biscuit given penalty points, was ranked fourth. The penalty points did not directly influence the rich tea's ranking. Next up, we have the Lifestyle Newsletter from June, providing you with all the information of the goings-on, events and activities happening here at the Beacon Centre. all our members lovely i hope you are well weather is definitely warming up so i hope you're getting out and about we had some wonderful outings in may i really hope you can join us in june please let me know if you want to book on up to anything or any ideas you've got for future sessions that'll be great the drop-in session this month is thursday the first of june 10 to half 10 in the residence lounge and remember if you want to receive this newsletter in a different format just contact the beacon have a fabulous june lovely see you soon bye Monthly sessions for June. Thursday the 1st of June, book club at the Beacon Centre Sedgley in the Residence Lounge, 11am to 12pm. The cost is £2, invoiced by Beacon. A relaxed, fun group discussing the latest books we've read, share ideas and thoughts over a brew. If you don't wish to join the book club meetups, but would like to receive books of your choice from the library in either large print or audio, please contact Mary and she can arrange for you to receive several books a month. Friday the 9th of June, walking at Himley. This walk is on pavements, hills, fields and near busy roads and should take approximately two to three hours. Cost is £2, invoiced by Beacon. Minibus cost is £5, leaving Beacon at 10.45am and returning at approximately 1.30 to 2pm. If you're meeting us at Himley, please be aware there is a £3 car park charge. We will meet in the car park, weather permitting. Monday the 12th and Monday the 19th of June. Tandem bike ride at Bobbington Airport and the surrounding country roads. DY7 5DY. 10.30am to 1pm. Bikes are provided and there will be experienced lead riders present to support you. Trip cost is £3, invoiced by Beacon. Minibus cost £7, departing at 10am and returning at 1.30pm to the Beacon. Weather permitting. Wednesday the 14th and Monday the 26th of June, swimming at Bert Williams Centre Bilston. WV fourteen zero EF ten forty five to eleven forty five AM. We have a private lane just for Beacon users. All abilities welcome. Trip cost is six pounds invoiced by Beacon. Minibus costs five pounds and departs at ten fifteen AM and returns at one PM to the Beacon. Lockers are one pound or a trolley coin. Friday the 16th of June, 10-pin bowling at Castlegate Dudley, DY14TA, 11am to 1pm. All abilities are welcome with a friendly, fun atmosphere for social bowling. Trip cost is £2, invoiced by Beacon. £6.45 for games, paying at the bowling alley on the day. 
minibus costs £5 and departs at 10.30am, returning at 2pm. Wednesday the 21st of June, fishing at Albrighton, WV7-3FL, 11am to 2pm. All equipment and bait are provided, plus there will be an experienced trainer available to support you. The trip cost is £10 for an individual day session or £30 for pre-booking all five day sessions on fixed dates. Minibus cost is £7 and departs at 10.30am, returning to the Beacon at 2.30pm. All costs are invoiced by the Beacon. Friday the 23rd of June, walking around West Park, Wolverhampton, WV1-4SQ from 11am to 12pm for a leisurely walk and 12 to 1pm to catch up in the cafe. Take it at your own pace and distance on a paved flat route. We'll meet at the Connaught Gate entrance. The trip cost is £2, invoiced by Beacon. Minibus costs £5 and departs at 10.30am, returning at 1.30pm. Volunteer guides are available, weather permitting. Wednesday the 28th of June, Mary's Movement Class, a seated or standing class working the whole body with cardio, weights and strength to your ability. It's fun, friendly fitness with music of your choice from 10.30 to 11.30am and based in the gym at Beacon. Class cost is £4.50 invoiced by Beacon. Please note there have been some price and time changes for some activities and all activities must still be booked in advance. What's on this month? Monday 5th of June, we'll be cooking up a treat at the Beacon Lifestyle Centre from 2pm to 4pm. On the menu for you to rustle up this session will be either a tuna pasta bake or a vegetable pasta bake and popcorn. All ingredients will be provided. Just remember to bring a tub so you can take it home with you. Cost is £10 per session. Tuesday, 6th of June. There will be a pop-up library at Beacon Court, courtesy of Dudley Library. Running from 10am to 1pm, Dudley Library staff will be on hand to help sign up for membership, provide information and answer any queries regarding accessibility at the library and their range of audio and large format books. Wednesday 7th, 14th, 21st, 28th of June, 5th and 12th of July. There is just one place left for our petting zoo sessions at Sedgley Adventure Centre. The sessions run from 1.30pm to 2.30pm and the cost is £25 for all six sessions, invoiced by Beacon. Please note, we will be running further petting zoo courses later in the year, starting on Thursdays in September. Monday, 12th of June. There'll be more cooking sessions at the Beacon Lifestyle Centre, 2pm to 4pm, with spicy chicken drumsticks, stuffed baked potatoes and coleslaw on the menu. All ingredients are provided, just remember to bring a tub so you can take it home with you. Cost is £10 per session. Thursday, 22nd of June. Explore the areas of the Black Country Living Museum that you want to see. Running from 10.45am to 2.15pm, this is an independent trip for you to attend with your support worker, carer, with friends and or family. Entrance is £19.99 for an annual pass or free if you already have a pass. There is no admission charge for support workers and or carers. Trip cost is £2, invoiced by Beacon. Minibus cost £5. Departs at 10am and returns at 2.30pm to the Beacon. All activities must be booked in advance on 01902-880-111. VIP Group. We are a group of working age people and or people who live independently with sight loss that meet once a month for social gathering where Friendly Bunch that likes to try new activities, build friendships and encourage others to live life to the full. On Wednesday the 28th of June, we have a fun occasion planned to celebrate someone special. 
Mary has been employed for Beacon Centre for just over one year now, so it's time to celebrate and wish Mary a happy first anniversary. There'll be cake and karaoke, so there's plenty of opportunity to eat, sing, dance and be merry. Please do come and join Mary in the Beacon Centre Coffee Bar from 6pm to 8pm on Wednesday, June the 28th for what should be an evening of entertainment. The activity cost is £3, invoiced by Beacon. What happened last month? Well, to great excitement and intrigue, we started our petting zoo course in May, and it's been a huge success. Those taking part in the sessions have not only been able to learn a lot about a variety of animals, but have also held, groomed, fed, and supported them too. Nikki and Haley and everyone at the Sedgley Adventure Centre have been absolutely amazing, so thank you so much. We all can't wait for further sessions in June, July and September. If you need help with sight loss, then filter glasses might help you. Filter glasses are a range of glasses specially for sight loss, designed to protect your eyes from harmful UV rays and reduce glare and bright light and also improve contrast as well. They make things clearer to see and your eyes more comfortable. They can either be worn on their own or you can wear them over your existing prescription glasses. Wearing a sun hat or a baseball cap or a sun visor can also help too. So if you'd like to try the range of cocoon filter glasses and find the right lens and frame to make life a bit more comfortable for you, then call Beacon Sight Loss Advisors for an appointment. You can call on 01902 880 and ask for a sight loss advisor. Are you interested in community funded activities? Beacon have received some funding for community activities and would love to put on as many opportunities as possible so you can experience as much as you can. How about line dancing? On Tuesday the 20th of June, there is a line dancing class with Linda at Vicarage Church Hall, Amblecote, DY84JA, running from 11.30am until 1pm. The class cost is usually £4, but booked through Beacon, you pay a discounted rate of £2 and Beacon pays the rest. Minibus travel is available for £5, departing at 10.15am and returning to Beacon at 1.30pm. Remember to wear loose clothes and comfortable footwear. If dancing is not your thing, what about horse riding? On Wednesday the 19th of July, there are horse riding lessons at Warrens Hall Riding School, Tiverdale, B691PY. Starting at 11am and finishing at 12pm, the class cost is usually £27, but booked through Beacon, you pay a discounted rate of £13 and Beacon pays the rest. Minibus travel is available for £10, departing at 10am and returning to Beacon at 1pm. We have many more community experiences planned and will be releasing further information on future newsletters for events such as, and not limited to, adventure activities at Wolf Mountain and tours of Wolverhampton Art Gallery and Whitwick Manor. What else is coming up next month? Anyone for a game of bowls? On Friday the 14th of July, we shall have a session of Crown Green Bowls from 10.30 to 1pm. The activity cost is £2. What about a trip to a garden centre in July, where we will explore all it has to offer and enjoy a spot of lunch too? And as the excitement brews for another Premier League season for Wolverhampton Wanderers, how about a stadium tour on Friday the 4th of August? Tour cost is £22 and begins at 11am. All activities must be booked in advance 01902 This month's Meet the Staff is Karen Badger. Karen has been the Living Manager at Beacon since November 2020. She runs Beacon's care service, helping those who require assistance with day-to-day living. She told us... My staff team are incredibly supportive of one another and deliver a high standard of care. It is my responsibility to ensure this continues and to deal with anything that crops up on a day-to-day basis. Meeting those with support and seeing how they can keep their independence with the support from my team is my favourite part of the job. 
I get great satisfaction from knowing people are safe and well cared for in a friendly and happy environment. The living team are all dedicated to their role and pride themselves on the services they provide. They are a team to be proud of. Karen added, Away from work, I really enjoy spending time with my family. I have two lovely grandchildren, one of each. The eldest is a swimmer, enormously proud that she will soon be competing in the English and British Championships. I also have a really loving dog called Holly. We go on lovely walks in the countryside and enjoy being outdoors. To find out more about our care service and how our team can support you, please contact Karen on 01902 Sedgley Lifestyle Centre. We are open Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday from 10am to 3pm at our base in Sedgley. We run several activities each day, including cookery, crafting, pottery, computer work, gym sessions, listening to music, quizzes and reminiscing. We keep well hydrated with tea, coffee and water and we have the restaurant to attend to for a hot meal if we don't bring our sandwiches with us. We are lively, fun and love to have a laugh. Why not come and join us? for a trial day. We have Terry coming in on Thursday the 26th of April to play his guitar and sing and we have Austin coming in on Thursday the 11th of May to play his violin. Contact Beacons Reception and ask for more information. You can call us on 01902 880 or email inquiries at beaconvision.org. And finally, just a quick reminder, there is still accommodation at Beacon Course. Beacon Court is located in Sedgley, just a short distance from Wolverhampton City Centre. We have parks, local shops and public transport links right on our doorstep, offering you comfort, security and convenience alongside the independent living and a wide variety of choices. Each home has its own front door, individual access card, two bedrooms, a store, a wet shower room, a lounge with kitchen and appliances, gas central heating, UVBC glazed windows. Beacon provides a 24-7 care team on site to deal with any emergencies 365 days a year. And there's a pull cord in each apartment that you help raise an emergency. You also get a 30-minute a week wellbeing post call from either Suki or Amanda. And they help go through things like your post, paying bills and just giving you some extra support. If you or you know of anyone else who might be interested, please call Bromford on 01902 882 170 to speak to the scheme manager. Regarding getting in touch with Beacon, we have our website, which is www.beaconvision.org, Facebook at Beacon Centre, Twitter at Beacon Centre, Instagram at Beacon Vision. Our main address for the building in Sedgley is Wolverhampton Road East, WV46AZ. And don't forget, if you want to opt out of receiving this newsletter, please contact the Beacon on 01902 880 111. Have a fabulous month. Coming up next on this week's edition of the Black Country Talking News, we hear from Pete. He has us a piece all about video magnifiers and how they may be a benefit to you. If you're struggling with reading and need a magnifier, have you ever considered a video magnifier, or sometimes known as a digital magnifier? Well, Beacon have a range of video magnifiers that you can come in and try. Now, a video magnifier, you can increase or decrease the magnification so you can turn it up a bit, or you can turn it up quite a lot to help you read. You can change contrast settings on a video magnifier, so you can look at something in true colour, or you could change the contrast to black on white or white on black or yellow on black or black on yellow it's whatever works best for you so there's a range of combinations there that you can try to find the right one you can also freeze images on a video magnifier so let's say there's um something in your fridge a piece of some food you could take a little picture because the angle's a bit difficult to read of it and then bring the magnifier away and then zoom it up. So if it's something like the sell-by dates or ingredients on food, you can read it comfortably there. 
So video magnifiers range from small handheld magnifiers you can sit comfortably in an armchair to read with, up to medium sized ones which are about the size of laptops, and then there's desktop magnifiers with big large 24 inch screens which really make magnification strong. So if you would like to try a video magnifier to see if that would help you, you're very welcome to. Just call Beacon's Sight Loss Advisors for an appointment. And remember, bring something you struggle to read with you. So if you'd like to try a video magnifier, give us a call on 01902 880 and ask for a sight loss advisor. 01902 880 Up now, it's trivia time, brought to us by Flashback Roger and his Did You Know feature. Hello again everyone. Well, summer officially starts this coming month, so let's hope that Flaming June lives up to its reputation. We could do with a few weeks of sunshine to cheer us up and top up our vitamin D levels. So here we go. Pin back your log holes and sit up straight at the back there because there's going to be another quiz later. Now then, did you know that? It's hard to picture June falling anywhere other than after May and before July, but the Romans had different ideas to us. Before Julius Caesar was rise to power, the calendar spanned only 10 months, June being the fourth month. The calendar we know today was first established in 46 BC, bumping June forward a couple of spots. I bet you didn't know that. And June has two star signs. Astrology remains popular in modern culture, with many believing it can influence personality and allow a degree of foresight. If you were born on or before the 20th of June, you're a Gemini, often characterised as passionate, adaptable and intelligent. If you were born on the 21st of June or later, then you're a Cancer, considered to possess a depth of emotion and a great sense of loyalty. Do these descriptions fit any of you? June is the perfect month for the birth of the hopeless romantic, particularly if you're fond of flowers. June's birth flowers are the rose and the honeysuckle. Both symbolise all things related to love, desire, generosity and affection. Roses are perhaps the flower most symbolic of passion and romance worldwide. So if your partner's birthday is in June, you really can't go wrong with a bunch of roses. Wimbledon begins in June, and if you're an avid fan of tennis, no doubt that you've already got June marked on your calendar. The sport's most prestigious tournament, Wimbledon, draws millions of viewers every year. Wimbledon is the oldest Grand Slam tournament. It was founded in 1877, followed by the US Open in 1881. The tournament draws quite an impressive celebrity crowd, so it's worth a watch if only to keep an eye out for the famous faces. And June has three birthstones. The primary birthstone of June is pearls, symbolising faith and purity. However, it may interest you to know that Alexandrite and Moonstone share this honour. Alexandrite represents longevity and health, while Moonstone is more closely linked to luck, love and passion. All are lovely traits though, so who's to argue? And June actually begins on a different day to every other month of the year. If you take a quick peek at your calendar, you'll notice that June is unique in that it begins on a different day to every other month of the year. Check it out if you don't believe me. Well, what a scorcher of a selection this week for the astrologers, romantics and sport watchers. But I hope that there was something of interest for everyone though. Now I've usually got ideas for our Did You Know spot lined up ready a few weeks in advance. But to be honest, I ain't got a clue of what to do for next time. So I'd better get me thinking cap on while my kettle's boiling. So till next week then, I'll say bye for now. Ta-ra a bit. Ta-ra! Up now, we have to hear what the weather has in store for us. Brought to us as always by Mina. The weather for this week ahead is forecast to stay dry, settled and warm with plenty of sunny intervals. Temperatures are forecast to stay in the 20s with highs of around 23 degrees in places. With prolonged spells of sunshine, UV levels are expected to stay high. So again, do remember to protect your loved ones with plenty of protection if you are out and about in the sun for any length of time. The sunrise and sunset times are 4.45am for the sunrise and 9.25pm for the sunset. 
Friday 2nd of June is forecast to be dry with sunny spells. With a gentle breeze, temperatures are expected to be lovely at 23 degrees. The sunshine looks set to stick with us as we head into the weekend, with Saturday and Sunday both forecast to be full of sunny intervals, with little clouds whatsoever. Temperatures should remain very pleasant at around 22 degrees. On to next week and the dry weather will continue to dominate. It is forecast for the settled spell of warm weather to remain in the region from Monday 5th of June and to continue right through to Thursday 8th of June. With just a gentle breeze expected, temperatures should continue to be around 21 degrees with a high of even 23 degrees in places. All in all, look forward to another wonderful week ahead. So, that's your weather for this week. As always, enjoy the weather. Cheers for that weather update, Mina. Up now, it's time to find out how our local football teams have been getting on. A woeful defensive performance saw Wolves round off their 2022-23 season with a 5-0 defeat at Arsenal. In a season where Wolves battled relegation and won just two games on their travels, their campaign came to an end in disappointing fashion. Men versus boys is a phrase that is somewhat overused, but the gap between the two teams was staggering. It was a demolition job and the internal inquiry of this game and the finish to the campaign will run over into the off-season. Fans were pretty furious after the game and you can absolutely understand their frustration. Another thrashing, another way defeat, another game without a single shot on target. With four games to go, there was a massive wave of renewed positivity and optimism around the club. There now appears to be confusion internally and that is spilling out onto the pitch with the product on show. With head coach Julian Lopetegui refusing to commit his future, a sell-to-buy approach widely reported, there's way more questions than answers. With Ruben Neves almost certainly making his final bow, there is the feeling of an end of an era. But what the future holds is certainly a more daunting prospect than what it was four weeks ago. It's a huge summer ahead. Over at West Brom and fans pressure group Action for Albion are keen for a wider diversity amongst their members. The committee launched last year to increase awareness and pressure on Gu Chuan Lai's running of the club want to add to their numbers with a different demographic of Baggies fans. AFA have made impressive strides during their peaceful protests against Lai, including a march of thousands on Birmingham Road, dialogue with the club, parliamentary discussions and even an audience with the Prime Minister. The group, though, say more diversity is needed to grow. Chairman Alistair Jones said, It's the strength of us, a yin and yang. There's a left, right and a centre in every walk of life, and that's the same in our committee. We'd like to grow our committee to be a bit more diverse because, I'll be honest, we've mainly got old middle-aged blokes. We've got a couple of younger guys involved now. We'd like to get some females involved if possible. All different diversities. It's really important. We don't want to be just one demographic. It's important we get all different ideas from different areas. Anybody that wants to be part of the committee moving forward, we would like some help because there's a lot of work. Anybody interested in helping the cause or joining the committee can fill in the form at www.actionforalbion.co.uk or alternatively email info at actionforalbion.co.uk. The committee can also be followed on Twitter at Action for Albion or on Facebook. Have you done any good at the quiz this week? Well, now's the time to find out as we have the quiz answers. Hello and here are your answers for this week's flashback quiz. Feeling confident? How will you score? Let's see. Question 1. Before Julius Caesar's time, how many months were in each year? And the answer here is just 10. Question 2. What are the two star signs in June? And the answer here is Gemini and Cancer. Question 3. 
What are the two birth flowers of June? And the answer here is rose and honeysuckle. Question four. In what year was the Wimbledon tournament founded? And the answer here, of course, is 1877. Question five. How many birthstones does June have? And the answer here is three. Pearl, Alexandrite and Moonstone. And finally, question six. Why is June unique? Answer. It always starts on a different day to any of the other 11. Did you get them all right? If not, not to worry, as I will be back next week to test you all once again. Bye for now. Are you ready to get moving? Well, let's hope so, because up now, we have the 10 today workout. Hello everyone, this is 10 Today, a 10-minute set of exercises to do at home to help keep yourself active. Before we get to today's presenter, a couple of housekeeping points to note. The 10 Today project is funded by the Big Lottery and Sport England, and when you're doing the exercises, it's important that you don't push yourself too far, and by taking part, you agree to 10 Today's terms and conditions. You can read these terms and conditions at tnflink.uk forward slash 10t and the 10t is the digit 1, the digit 0 and the letter T. And please remember that you agree to take part at your own risk. Today's exercises are brought to you by Keith and here he is. Hello everyone and welcome to 10 Today. This is broadcast number 9. This is a short 10 minute physical activity routine which will get you moving and stretching. It's great for your health, including improving your balance and building up your strength. Just take it at your own pace. There are plenty of options. If an exercise feels too much, just take it easy and have a break. All the exercises can be done either standing up or sitting down. So just do whatever feels good for you today. We want you to do all this exercise safely. You are responsible for monitoring how you are feeling throughout the session. If you feel any discomfort or pain, for example, if you feel unwell or dizzy or experience palpitations, please stop and seek medical advice. Please remember you agree to take part at your own risk. If remaining seated, at least to begin with, it would be ideal if you could use a hard chair that you can sit upright in and preferably one without arms that can get in the way of some exercises. Now, with your feet flat on the floor, Okay, if you are stood up, just step your feet hip-width apart, relax your shoulders and stand up nice and tall, and take a couple of deep breaths. If you're sitting down, place both feet firmly on the floor, keep your back straight, relax your shoulders and take a couple of deep breaths. In and out, in and out. So, the first exercise is called Reach for the Stars. So raise both your arms up to the sky, or stars. When at the top, raise on your toes and then lower down both your feet and arms, pushing down with your palms down. So keep going, raising your hands up, then up on your toes. Then lower down your hands and feet and keep going, feeling that nice stretch through the upper body and shoulders. So, just a couple more now. Next, Strike of the Cobra, a wee bit of martial arts. So with a strong stance, with your fists clenched in front of your chest, like you are a boxer, punch your right hand straight out and return. Then with the same hand, punch it to the left side so your arm crosses your body and reaches towards the ceiling. So you're punching up and across and return. Now with your left hand, punch straight out and return. Then punch to the right side so your arm crosses your body, reaching for that ceiling again. Try not to worry with the logistics on this one, just energetic punching is good. Keep going now with alternate hands at your own pace. So punching straight and then to the side, pointing up to the ceiling. This is great for strengthening those arms. We should all be feeling nice and warm now. Now we have the side stretch. Raise your right arm high, straight up with your palm facing up, then lean over to your left side feeling that stretch all along your right side. 
Now returning back to the centre. Raise your left hand straight up and feel that stretch all the way down your left side. Now keep alternating, feeling that nice stretch down your side. So arm up and lean over and repeat. Great work, well done. Next up is swing back. If you're standing, keep your legs straight. If you're sitting, keep your feet flat on the floor. Bend your arm so both hands are at chest height. Then straighten out your right arm and swing it back so you, you feel a nice rotation in your back. Looking towards your right hand. Then return to the center and straighten out your left arm and swing it back. Looking towards your left hand and repeat. So we are just moving side to side, swinging your arms back. Nice and gently, feeling your back rotate as you move side to side. Just a couple more now. This is great one for trunk rotation. Next, if you're standing up, you might want to be near something so you can hold on to for balance. This one is a leg raise. If you're standing, lift your leg up to hip height, keeping your knee bent and return. And if you're sitting, lift your leg slightly higher than hip height and return. Now do the same with the other leg. Lift up to hip height and return. Now, keep going on alternate legs, just lifting those legs up. Next is slowly does it. These exercises are slightly different if you are sitting or standing. So if you're standing, bend at your knees slightly to halfway and hold. And then bend your knees all the way down to your lowest point and hold. And then straighten up your legs again. So we're just moving halfway, holding, moving down to your lowest point, holding and then coming back up. Keep your feet facing forward and try not to let your knees move in front of your toes. Keep going. If you are sitting, just straighten out your right leg right in front of you and hold briefly, feeling that nice stretch down your leg. Then return your foot to the floor and repeat on the other side. Whichever variation you're doing, you're working your legs. If you're standing, you're also working your bottom. Okay, so keep going, always remembering to keep your back straight. So for those standing, bending knees halfway, hold and then all the way down and then up. And sitting, raising alternate legs. Slow and controlled is more challenging and rewarding. Just a few more, great work. Push up to the moon. So remember to keep a nice soft bend in your knees and a strong stance. Then bend your arms so both hands are at chest height. Then push both your hands up to the ceiling on your right like you are pushing up to the moon and sweep your hands back down and to the left pushing both your hands up to the ceiling again on your left and now keep going so you're just making a nice big U with your hands pushing up to the moon on either side when you sweep your hands at the bottom of the U you can bend over slightly to make that sweeping movement bigger keep going with that nice dynamic shape pushing up to the moon on each side so again, if you're standing, you might want to be near something for balance. This exercise is called kick across, and you are just kicking your leg across to the opposite side. So kick your right leg to the left side and return. Do the same on the other side. So now keep going, kicking that leg across from side to side. You should feel that working your legs, and slow and controlled is more challenging here. Keep going for a couple more. Good work. Next up is full circle. Raise both arms straight above your head and then sweep them round together to the right, making one big circle all the way back up to the top. And keep going, swinging one big circle to the right. Just a couple more in this direction. Good work. Now we are going to do exactly the same, but the opposite direction. So keep making those nice big circles. It's a great workout for your shoulders, this one. Just a few more now, one more. Great job. Now, we really should all be feeling warm. If you're a little out of breath, that's a good thing. It means you've been working. If you're not a little out of breath, can you work a little harder next time? Anyway, nearly finished. We'll just finish off with a nice stretch and a cool down. So we're going to start with a hamstring stretch. So step forward with your right foot 
placing your foot out in front of you with your foot flat on the floor. Then bend your left leg and put your hands on your hips and just lean forward gently. Whether you're sitting or standing, you should feel a nice stretch down the back of your leg. Hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Well done. Then return to a stood up position and swap your legs. So this time step forward with your left foot, placing your foot out in front of you with your foot flat on the floor. Then bend your right leg and just lean forward gently. Again, feeling that nice long stretch. Hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Well done. And the final stretch, hugging a tree. Just hold your arms out in front of you, just like you were hugging a tree, directly in front of you. And your arms, they form a nice circle in front of you. And then cup your hands, putting one hand in front of the other and push your hands together, feeling that nice stretch across your shoulders and arms. Hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. Now sit up or stand up and return to that nice relaxed posture we had at the beginning. Brilliant! So that was all the exercises. We hope you enjoyed them. Just to finish off, shake it out. So just shake those arms and hands and then legs and feet. Great work everyone! Doing 10 today just three times a week can have a great health benefits. It's fun and you'll simply feel better. So do keep going. Thank you very much for listening. This is Keith. TNS Soundings. So that's it for another edition of the Black Country Talking News. A reminder to our CD listeners who have received CDs in padded envelopes that you don't need to send anything back to us. If you have a sight loss tip or someone you would like to wish a happy birthday to, just say hello to. Maybe even a poem or talking book you would like reviewed, then please get in touch with us at the Beacon Centre. Call 01902 880 Email bctn at beaconvision.org or write to us at the Black Country Talking News, Beacon, Wolverhampton Road East, Wolverhampton, WV4 6AZ. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening and thank you to all our supporters, donators and volunteers who without their support will be unable to run this free service. Please note the information and views expressed in this recording does not necessarily represent the views of Beacon or Talking News and were accurate at the time of recording. Mentions of goods and services does not imply endorsement and whilst every care is taken to supply accurate information, Beacon and Talking News do not undertake liability for any errors. So it's goodbye from all of us. Stay safe, have a good week and we look forward to bringing you next week's edition of the Black Country Talking News. Ta-ra!